Hey, y'all, I'm excited about today's show. We are jumping into the conversation about relationship longevity, and we have a surprise that we are telling you all about that we want you to check out. So join us as we really look at how relationships can last for a long time and what we need to do to get it there, because relationships are a moving target. Let's get into it. Thank you for tuning in. We are Tristan and Michael, and you are listening to Fuse Transparency conversations for marriage, family, and relationships. We invite you to join us as we discuss topics that are thought about but not talked about. So tell your friends and family to check us out. And as always, join us on any of our social handles or our website, fusedmarriages.com. You need to stop talking so much. I hear something in your voice. You got a little bit of raspiness this into it. This is from cheering on my kids. Oh, okay. That's right. From, yeah, we, got, yeah, we got kids playing sports. Yeah, we have littles. So any parents out yeah. there that have littles. She is a yellow. She's, she, she's that parent out there like, <laughs> ah, my baby. Go, baby. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. And no problem. Yeah. That's me for sure. That's a kid. They did very well. We had several games. But there's something I do want to talk about that I'm pretty mm-hmm. excited about. Um you all, we have some new content coming out. It's actually a new show that's going to be coming out on our Fuse Media platform. The show is called Pivot. Um, the concept of the show is to start conversations. It's just a, it's a short series. We will be releasing four um, a month, and then we'll have a month off in a month. So um, the goal is to start conversations, to watch the episode and let us know, comment, um, talk to your family, your friends, others about what you think, what would you do in different situations, who, which character do you think is right, all of that, because we really... Um, Um, want to start dialogues just like we do on this show. Um, We want to expand it and have multiple conversations looking from different vantage points. And that's where the name pivot comes from. It's pivoting from one position to see it from another position and seeing where you land in the end. So we're pretty excited about that. That actually drops on um, February the 6th. So if you're Mm -hmm. watching this, um, that is Tuesday, February the 6th will be the first episode and we'll have four in a row and then we'll take a couple weeks off and come back with the next season. So exciting, exciting. Only on YouTube though. So some of y'all may be listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, this show. So you got to go to YouTube to check it out. Yeah. Go to our YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube and see our other content as we do these kind of these videos podcast, but also you'll be able to see all of uh, the other content that we're producing because we have a couple other things that are coming out, but we really want you to go ahead and check out Pivot because our goal is really to have impact and to have conversations that really matter. Um, So check out Pivot on February 6th. Okay. So we want to jump into today's topic. Um, And I'm really, I'm, I'm curious. There's a lot of things that we want to discuss in today. So let me get right to it. So our conversation um, for today is relationship longevity. It's a moving target. Um, So I I think we might have a lot to say about this. So let me toss it over to you. Yeah. I mean, thank you for, for that. I mean, it's the idea of like, we all want that relationship longevity, right? Mm-hmm. I think nobody goes into a relationship, a marriage in particular, maybe saying, okay, you know what? It's only going to last five years, right. 10 years, 20 years, th- whatever, 30 years. Do we want to go? We want to go the distance. And the idea that it's a moving target came to the mindset. I was actually reading uh, a scripture and it kind of just sparked some thought. And I'm going to mm-hmm. going to use it as a baseline, as a part of the discussion. Okay. And as I get into it, it's just the idea that it's not quite when you fall in love or at least are trying to be, build a sustaining relationship, 
it's like you it's it's it's, it's here and then it's here and then it's there and it's it, you always like you're chasing the idea of okay where do we fit where are you supposed to be going what are you supposed to be doing um and sometimes we think that's problematic like okay why you know why are they changing or what, why is it different now than what it was when we first met and i'm gonna say it, that's just life mm. right mm-hmm. um but like i said i'm gonna start off with a scripture just as a, a basis of, of discussion, um, and it comes out of 1 Kings chapter 3. Mm-hmm. I'm going to jump in at verse 2, um, and it's going to read just two verses of it. The people, however, were still sacrificing at the high places because a temple had not been built for the name of the Lord. Solomon showed his love for the Lord by walking according to the instructions given, to, given him by his father David, except that he offered sacrifices and burnt incense on the high places. Okay. All right. That's so just to kind of give a little background, just to just just a little bit of background. King Solomon, David's son, everybody may know David, the one that slayed Goliath, his son became king. Mm-hmm. He was sacrificing, worshiping, we call that worshiping, at the high place. Okay. The high place is the original place where Moses was had had his tabernacle. If you know who Moses is, Moses one went to the Red Sea, this, that, and the other. They went to they had a high place on a mountain where they went to worship, mm-hmm. right? It was a little it was a tent. Solomon was worshiping there, right? Mm-hmm. Solomon was searching out God's love there at the high place. Mm-hmm. If we go back to verse three, which is what kind of the focus kind of got my mind on, and I, I, I jump in mid mid sentence on verse three, it said uh, given to him by his father David, except that he offered sacrifices and burnt incense at the high place. Mm-hmm. Solomon was still looking for God's love at the high place, and he shouldn't have been. Right? He so he was supposed to have a place built in Jerusalem. This is getting maybe way too deep. This is going pretty deep. <laughs> it's going too deep. Like I'm looking at the topic. Like deep. all right, uh-huh. it's like, I'm just trying to provide some color from the discussion. Okay. Right? Of that, it's a moving target. Solomon, just the let's, let's get to the right Okay, Solomon was worshiping at a place that his father did, or Moses did, that his father did, and it was good for them. Mm-hmm. And he was going back to the same spot, loving the same way. And God was like, No, you're mm. supposed to be in Jerusalem. Watch, we ain't gonna go into that right now. But the idea is that this high place was different from where he was supposed to be worshiping God. Mm. So hopefully that helps. Okay, so just to make sure we understand what you're saying is, and thank you for providing the context, but Solomon was supposed to be seeking and pursuing God differently than what had come before from Moses, from David, from all of those. Mm -hmm. And for relationship longevity, the connection that you're making is that we have to seek God and, you know, in the context of our relationship, our spouse differently than we might have had to do before or even the examples that were set for us before. I love it. Yeah, that's Is absolutely. That a, I, I, okay. I thank you for summarizing that up perfectly. Yes. Okay. Okay. So let's kind of jump into that. And as we always say, you know, we want to hear from you. So please comment. But again, just Mm -hmm. like we talked about with Pivot, the goal is to start conversations, to begin thinking about things differently. Is this you? Do you, are you the recipient? Are you the giver of this? How do you need to make adjustments? All of Mm -hmm. us, how do we all need to make adjustments so that we can have not just great marriages, but great relationships with our children, with our parents, with our peers. So, um, so 
so one of the things that you were talking about is you were talking about um, the need for a change. So mm-hmm. I wanted to jump into this. You said people change. So can you kind of how does that affect relationship longevity as people are changing? Yeah. But if we're taking the idea that, you know what, long uh, relationship longevity, rather, and it's a moving target. Mm-hmm. People are constantly changing. Right. Right. The idea of who I married back in, you know, 10 years ago, you're different from you are now in year 10. Mm-hmm. Right. If I try to position my love or do the same things or it may some of them may still work, but it's a strong possibility that like, you know what, I may got to do something different. Mm-hmm. And um, the idea that people change is the idea like, you know what, you're, you're a moving target. Yeah. And I got to be that's, that's just life. Right. 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 I think sometimes I think that that's why not just the only reason, but I think mm-hmm. that there can be a lot of conflict in marriage because and, and maybe you have heard this before, like, that's not who I married. And it's like, no, yeah, it, the I goal haven't. isn't for them to stay the person that you married. Mm-hmm. The goal is that they evolve, but that you evolve together, that you grow together Um and one of the things that you said is that when you're doing some things that you were doing in the past, then mm-hmm. you can miss the mark. And I think that that can be true even of some of the good things. Um, now, obviously, bringing up the past can be a challenge. Um, but if your past is still affecting, and let me know what your thoughts are, mm-hmm. but if your past is still um, obviously affecting your present, not only might you need counseling, but you really do need to say, like, why is this still painful? Mm-hmm. Like, why does this still hurt as much as it hurt before. And another part of that is the person that caused the offense, if it's a legitimate offense, if they're not just Mm -hmm. picking, but if it's a legitimate offense, you can't be like, it's over, that's done, let it go. Like if there's still pain there, then you still, it reminds me of the the Lion King back Mm -hmm. when we were kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Rafiki hits him with the, you remember? Do you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm scratching my head on that. He hit him him in the head with like the stick and Mm -hmm. the Simbo was like, that hurt. And he's like, oh, well, it's in the past. Just forget it. Remember? So thank you. Thank you, babe. But um, (laughs) the same thing applies if it's, if it's hurting you, you can't, if somebody is hurt in the context Mm. of your relationship, you can't just say, well, it's over. It's not a big deal because Mm. you are over it. The goal is to bring the healing um, and your spouse with you so that it's not, I'm on this side and you're on that side. If you're still hurt, you need to deal with it and get over it. Mm. That's not loving. Um, and then what I was referencing earlier is even on the good things, the good things that they might've liked, you know, yeah. when they, when you first got together, they might've liked going out and dancing all night, mm-hmm. but now they tired. Maybe now they just want a night in, maybe they want, you know, they don't really want to go out to eat, bring it in. You know, like yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of all these like Disney movies and all of these things, but you remember mm-hmm. in lady in the tramp when they had the table mm-hmm. and they brought this spaghetti. I bring some old, hey, you <laughs> You know, hey, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a old animation is like the trail. Go ahead, though. But you know, Lady on the Tramp, where they set up the table and oh, they yeah, I haven't seen at that, the moon. I've, I've heard about him seeing him. Go ahead, though. Okay. I'm, I'm with you. Well, there's a scene where they're <laughs> sitting and they covered a box with like a picnic tablecloth and the moon was up and they were just eating the spaghetti. Like you can be creative and yeah, have like set up a table in your living room and order the food. Like, you know, if, if you, your cooking is not your thing, mm-hmm. you know, we got to eat. <laughs> so just order and put it on a nice plate. And, you know, there are different things that you can do that might not be the same as it was when you first got together. But ensuring that you are both still 
enjoying the relationship yeah. and you're growing together in the seasons that you are and still finding ways to laugh and have fun and be romanced. And, you know, all of that is still important, even if it evolves. So you can't there's nice ways to say it, but don't get upset when your right. spouse no longer responds to the stimuli that was in the beginning when the flowers don't really do it anymore. Mm. Now, now there's something more. Now it might be acts of service. Now it just might be quality time, just sitting, talking about something that isn't kids and business and work. You know, what right, does that right. look like? So that's just another kind of, um, I guess my examples of when people change, how important real, it is for people to. I got a real practical to, one to that, okay, that, that people change and maybe people can connect with. If let's say four years ago, well, maybe less than that, maybe three years ago, mm -hmm. if you would have bought me something real simple, we wanted to do something real nice, which say a box of cornflakes, Mm -hmm. That would have been an amazing <laughs> gift for me. I love, I love, 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 oh, no, love. Don't put ED on it. I love cornflakes, right? Love. I've love. never seen it. And, and there's, a, there's a picture out there. I bought at one point maybe 20 boxes at one time because they were on yeah. sale for like $1.99, whatever. Maybe Facebook somewhere. It's out there somewhere. Anyway. Our pantry was full of cornflakes. Full of cornflakes. Like a whole wall of cornflakes. It was crazy. It was crazy. That's how much I love, I love cornflakes. Mm -hmm. But if you did that today, I'd be like, why are you doing that? Because I no longer eat cornflakes anymore. Mm -hmm. And um, to me, that's a real practical, connected example. Like, I've changed mm -hmm. from that. If you kind of go back to my old self yeah. three or four years ago and going to love me that way, I'm going to fix Michael up and get him six boxes of cornflakes, put in the pinch. I'm going to be like, I'm sorry, why, why are you? Okay, yeah. thank you, but no thank you. Yeah. And I think when people don't evolve together, one can feel unappreciated mm, because good. they're still trying to, they're trying to make you happy, but they're trying to make the old you happy, the yeah. person that they remember. And I think that it's important to have consistent dialogue with your partner about how they're changing, what they're thinking, observing and studying your spouse like you did when you were dating. Um, I remember um, a pastor once said that I married my spouse to date them. You mm, know, like I, like I, I wanted, I got I like with them so that I could date them so that I could be part of their daily evolution. Yeah, I love that. Um, so I think that that is a great example of how somebody can change and you might miss it if you're not paying attention. Love it. Um, so another thing that as we're looking at relationship longevity is that situations evolve. So talk, talk about that a little bit. Yeah. I mean, just the idea, right. It's a, it's a moving target, right. And I'm trying to get people comfortable. We're trying to get people comfortable with, you know what, Love is gonna be something you're gonna it's gonna you're gonna mold into it here and you're gonna it's gonna be a pocket over here and you're gonna mm -hmm. hit a hill here and a valley here, right? But situations evolve, right? Um and we you know, we're we're parents um of all generations, right? We have twenty something year old, we have a teenager, and we have now not toddlers anymore, what preschoolers or no elementary school kids yeah. now. Um but we and we've had to kinda like Figure out, right, what does it look like to to be parents, to be our own selves? Mm -hmm. um, and along the way, we've changed, right? Mm -hmm. At some point, right, you, you needed help and I needed help. We got to you know we got to help each other. We got to tag team this thing. Like, uh, that's that you, how you love me is helping me, <laughs> right? Help, help get these kids, help feed them, help what, take get some baths, this, that, and the other. Yeah. And if I would have missed that season of that, like, okay, well, you know, hold on, before we had the kids, you know, I didn't have to, you know, we were just watching Netflix movies. I'm still doing that. Let's watch one. You're like, hold on, these kids got to be fed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Be fed and then watch the movie. Right. Um, but it was situation change, right? Life yeah. happens, right? Whether, you know, COVID happens and we both at home and trying to trying mm -hmm. to teach the kids and you trying to be, you the principal and the teacher. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm the assistant principal. I got a paddle. That's real. You, know? <laughs> you do not have a paddle. 
Back in my day, that's what we did. But, back know, in the day, we did. Back in the day. But I was assisting the assistant principal. I always did the paddling back in, at my school. It wasn't the main principal for me. Oh. So that's how it worked. But anyway, I just thought across my head. Sorry, y'all, if I offended somebody, I don't, you know. That's back in the day. Anybody that was born before the, you know, before the 90s, I guess, right, would remember right, that. Right, remember that. But just the situations changed, right? And that's a big one, right? COVID was a big one. A lot of people didn't, didn't 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 mold into that change. Yeah, we at home every day. I'm tired of looking at you. Mm-hmm. COVID made people like handle everybody different. Yeah, and you had to figure out. Okay, hold on. I got to see you every day. How do I love you now? I was going to work. I only had two or three <laughs> hours to kind of deal with you. Now I got eight. I got ten. Yeah, and you still ain't going nowhere, right? We can't even go outside. Four hours. Ago. So. But we had to mold us. Okay, hold on. How are we going to do this? Yeah. And that was a real thing. We had to go through that, right? How are we, how are we going to do this? And I think I'm glad God, you know, helped. We survived it, right? Had to change. We had to be willing to change and go from there. But anyway, go ahead. What you got on it? Oh, I think that was good. But yeah, situations, <laughs> I think there are so many. And I think sometimes we think about the larger situations mm-hmm. that change us. So, um, you know, um, dealing with aging parents or yeah, dealing with littles or um, any other number of things. But there are also the, the micro things that change us, maybe getting in a car accident where mm. it might not be a, you know, a fatality, but now like you might be skittish driving on certain roads at a certain time of day or um, a job change, you know, like, okay, it's maybe we'll think about somebody losing their job, right. but um, a shift in a job, that situation, like, oh man, I used to be able to, do this in the middle of the day and now I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, or I used to get home at, you know, three o'clock. Now I'm getting home at six o'clock or whatever. Those kinds right. of situational things, they can be taxing on a relationship if you don't address them, if you don't think about them, if you're not really um, engaged, that there's something financially change. Okay. What does that look like? Even right. something that is extended family. Hey, we're going to, or something, you know, I'm going to send a certain amount of money somewhere because now they are in need mm. or those kinds of things can cause um, conflict. Um, and oftentimes the, what we have seen is that it's a lot of those little things that add up that people do not address because they just kind of dismiss it. And then all of a sudden an explosion, all these things are coming out and you're like, wait a minute, right, right. we, we ain't never talked right. about all this. What, where's this coming from? Um, so I think it's important to recognize and to articulate even the, the micro changes mm, like, good. Hey, that's this good. is something yeah, I've been thinking about, man, I saw this or, you know, such and such thing happened at work and it really influenced me or impacted me. So I think that those are, um, some of those are the situational that. changes that that we also need to think about. Okay, this this next one, did you have something else you want to say on that? No, no, go ahead. I'm ready for number three. Okay, this is this is one I think um, I really want to hear from, because from, we've had some experiences in some of these areas, but I really want to think about how new challenges and new circumstances, so that's kind of like almost a B to the, the top two, people changing and situations changing will lead to this kind of this new normal because yeah. new circumstances have come out of this. So I'd really love for you to dive into some of these, if you would. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think the idea, right, with new challenges is like, you got life you're living. Some things you can't control, mm-hmm. right? It gets out of, out of your out of your control. Relationship control, your money control, can't control it. Mm-hmm. Your choice is like you know what you don't have any choice in the matter. It just happens, right? Where that could be a job loss, right? You might not. Well, hopefully, y'all going to work every day and being on time. That wasn't a cause where you got. But something just happens, right? Right. And uh, you get let go, and you got to figure out how do you, how do we deal with that? 
Yeah. Right? How do we mold? I'm now we are, you know, a one income household and we're trying to figure out how to balance the budget. Mm. Right? What the kids don't do and don't do now. Mm-hmm. What do we how do we kind of get through this moment, right? How do I better best support maybe you if I'm the one at home? Do I need to be hold on? I need to be like making sure that you know the kids is fed, your bath water ran, whatever have you, right? You said you know you like bath water. You like oh, <laughs> but hmm. I mean the little extra that helps, right? If you if you're yeah. burning the stress of the world, right? I got to figure out how do I fit in to make it life a little easier for you, mm-hmm. right? And the idea we don't definitely go in like to family loss, right? Where you know what death is a part of life. Right, we all have to. We all experience it at some point or another, and a lot of times people go through death situations and they don't know how to handle their significant other. Mm-hmm. What's another? Mean I know how to handle their own selves, right? Yeah. The pressure of whatever it happened is just like it's it's too much. Yeah. And but they still got to be a husband, or still got to be a wife, or still got to be a parent, right? Because I don't think any any life situation. I know, get me wrong, I'm not being sensitive about it. That it should stop you from your assignment, mm-hmm. right? Um, and bad things do happen and we have to figure out how to navigate them may not be instant, but ultimately we got to get back to our assignments. My assignment is to be a husband to you. Whatever happens, it should not supersede that. Mm -hmm. If I'm called to be a parent, I got to always be a parent regardless of this job or no job. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or death or somebody close that I lose. I still got to be a parent to my kids. Yeah. So that's just my advice. I know, like I said, nobody's perfect in trying to navigate that. I don't think I am or at whatsoever, but that is kind of the goal that I try to try to strive for. Yeah. When you were talking about like the new circumstances, I think, and I loved how you hit on them being so, so unpredictable, mm-hmm. how things can just, things can just happen. Right. Um, and I think that it's really important how we negotiate that together. Mm. Um, and, and we, you know, having hard conversations, a lot of people avoid things that are hard for, I think, good reason, because mm-hmm. they're hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but really having those dialogues and asking, and I'm going to take it personally, when your mom passed away, trying to figure out, like, what do you what do you mm-hmm. need? Right, how can right. I serve? How can I help? How can I lighten the load when we're trying to navigate this um, and recognizing Okay, how do I tend to my husband? Mm. How do I tend to my pain? How do I tend to that of my children? And then all the the other things that surround it. And those are the kinds of things that um, you really have to handle delicately, not just because of um, it's a passing, but because of how much memory superseded our relationship. Um, And the same with anybody. Like if a friend passes away, it might not even be a parent. Mm -hmm. There existed a relationship that didn't include you. Um, Even if you were a friend, they related to that person differently. So negotiating how they're coping, how they're dealing, how they're adjusting um, is important. And, And that for us, for me, I'll speak for me, was a process I had to really learn and still do. Um, Still, my, you know, our daughter still talks about um, her grandmother and I'll have to look at my husband and say, okay, how is he thinking about this? How is this Mm -hmm. affecting him? And for me, recognizing like, okay, how do I, we actually talked about this the other day, but how do I even grieve 
now? Mm-hmm. You know, like sure how do how do I process even now? Um, so there are those things in your life, in 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 all of our lives, where you said death is a part of life. How do we prepare ourselves in any way that we can um, mm-hmm. emotionally? How much love do we give? I used to be one that, again, this is Tristan, that would be so scared of death that I would want to withhold, mm-hmm. thinking that it would be it's less painful. It's a lot of us. And so that's a hard thing for me to negotiate because I tend to worry about people. I used to get upset with you when you would mm-hmm. leave the house because yeah. <laughs> he would leave the house and he wouldn't call me. And I'd be like, be you know how like much. 10 minutes. You said you're going to be eight minutes. I'm, okay, I'm two minutes behind. I'm like, I'm sorry. You know how many things can happen. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> I need an update. (laughs) So so recognizing, okay, that's a Tristan thing. That's something I have to grow Mm -hmm. out of. But in the meantime, he would protect me and say like, Hey, I'm letting you know I'm about, I'm I'm about 15 minutes behind, about 10 minutes behind so that I didn't worry. Um, and so that I could be prepared. So how then can we prepare each other? And then when something goes a direction Mm -hmm. that we don't like, that isn't something that either of us wanted or expected, how then do we care yeah. For each other, how do, how then do we love each other? Um, and then what do we do moving forward? Because there's the moment, and then there's the moments after the moment mm-hmm. um, that you still check in. And I'm not just talking about death, but I'm talking about any number of things where you still like, hey, I know it's a new job. How are you feeling? Mm-hmm. Are you feeling as confident as you were? Is there anything that I can do? Hey, we know that that learning curve is about a month and a half to really get settled. How can I make this thing over here easier while you're transitioning? Here? or while you're pursuing this new goal, how can I be a good partner? So there's all kinds of um, directions that you can go when we're talking about challenges arising. I just want to hit on this last thing, and I'd Mm -hmm. like for you to really speak to it as we kind of close out today's show. But you were talking, this this to me is just so good, Mm -hmm. but being more bold into stepping out into what's next, being more bold, stepping out into what's next. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you touched on like a lot of things. We both did actually that things that happen that's negative or new challenges that's kind of like maybe, you know what, unexpected. But sometimes it's like, hey, now we have this new opportunity, this great opportunity. Mm-hmm. And we got to figure out how do I love you through this new opportunity, yeah. right? You get a promotion yeah. or you get this new, this great business, right? And now we bringing in more money we ever thought we could, you know, have whatever. How do I love you through it? Do I, you know, like, or how do I support and add my love to that situation, mm-hmm. right? Because you're going to be different. You may, it may require more of you, may require mm-hmm. more of your time and vice versa, right? If you know what's requiring more of your time, how do I give back to my spouse if I'm gone a lot more, do I need to take time? Hold on. On this day, on these days That's here, good. I'm That's spending, good. I got, we got lunch every, every time, every day this week, right? Mm-hmm. That, at this time, because I'm going to be gone for the next week, whatever mm-hmm. have you. But these new challenges that may not be, that may not be bad, it could be positive things as well. Yeah, yeah I like that. Ending on that positive mm-hmm. note, because you, there, the goal is that we grow together and with our growth come new opportunities. Yes, so how do we also evolve together yes, with the good and the bad? So thank you all for joining us today. Um, we appreciate your time. Make sure, as always, that you check out our website for more content and resources, fusedmarriages.com. Let's talk about it. Like a